Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. And no matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 32. In this episode, we're going to talk about all sorts of crazy rumors about the next Xbox, Microsoft and Nintendo collaborating, Dota 2 Chess becoming a real game, the next Samsung Galaxy device, Anthem. Just, it, it never ends on this episode. So, are we ready? Ready! episode 32 we've got tons of big news and rumors for this episode so let's start with the rumors the god i know well february used to be a ghost town and now now it it was a big week because of weeks really (laughs) stuff huge so we're gonna start with all the rumors because there's a lot to talk about and a lot of them seem really credible so let's walk through this first one which kind of was an evolution throughout the week so, it started by the lead editor of Game Informer going on a podcast and saying that he heard that Nintendo was reviving a game that was canceled and, you know, officially canceled, totally dead, and that no one ex- will expect it to see it alive again. So that's where kind of the week started. And then it took a leap, a, gi- a giant leap from yeah. there, when Nintendo Insider reported that it was scale-bound. So what was your initial reaction? There's more to it, because it's since been debunked. It's debunked that it was scalebound? Another source came forward and said that no, it's not scalebound. Okay. No way. They said no, it's Could not scalebound. Thank God it's not scalebound. Scalebound, get well, that. It doesn't have here. to do anything with Microsoft. Oh. They just said Nintendo's reviving a game that was dead. That's it. That's all the rumor was. What do you think it could be? Metroid Dread? I, I, uh, no. What else? Not with be? 4 coming out. Well, 4 is probably 5 years away now. That's a big, oh maybe, maybe rare or uh, not rare. Um, Retro's game is finally gonna get shown. No, it was an officially canceled game. So it was announced, and then it what was. What was canceled. that game that they were working on for like ten years? Project Hammer. The Raven, whatever. Raven Blade. Yeah, was that officially canceled? Was that? I mean, it wasn't officially announced. It was never even really announced. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I where it started. I wonder if it's like an NES or like... My first thought goes to like Earthbound 3 or something There really like hasn't that. been that many canceled Nintendo games when you think about it. That we it. know about. Yeah, yeah, there's really not that many. I thought it was just probably super old. like It must be. Like N64 era or, yeah. or Super Nintendo era. I mean, I am raking my brain. Because usually they, they spit something out. They don't usually cancel their games. Like, yeah, yeah. Like... Um, Oh, what was that Star Fox Adventures game? It was like Dinosaur Planet before. (laughs) Yeah, but it was Dinosaur Planet before. And then they were like, no, we don't really want to put put it out like that. Yeah, so we'll put Star Fox in it. I loved that game. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, well, a lot of people have never forgiven Shiggy. Because apparently it was Shiggy that showed up one day and was like, oh, you got foxes in your game. I don't think people gave it a fair shake. Well, make it a Star Fox game. Well, it was a Zelda. It was was basically a Zelda game. And... You compare it to, like, Skyward Sword. It was way better than Skyward Sword. I mean, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. But, 
So I don't think there's that. We have no idea what it is. I no mean, if idea. It, if you guys can't tell, we have no idea what Absolutely it is. Absolutely no clue. The rumor was everybody's talking about it's scale bound. It's scale bound. The, the, yeah. the, that Microsoft and Nintendo are working on something because Nintendo has developed this really close relationship with Platinum, as evidenced by the new. Well, last week there was that Astral Chain game announced. You've got Bayonetta three, Wonderful yep. One Hundred One. Um, so all that. So they're like, oh, it's you know, it's it's scale bound. It's coming back. But people came out basically later after all this craziness and said that Platinum is way too strapped to have another game. Yeah, they're, they're working on like five games. Yeah. And then on top of it, it would look really bad for Microsoft to say, well, we couldn't make this game work, so we'll let you. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, we couldn't it, it would be a, sort of a slap in the face to their own fans. Yeah, yeah. Unless it was going to be some deal where it was like released on both Switch and Xbox. But I still don't think that Platinum can't do it. So, one way or another, there's a rumor floating around that Nintendo's reviving an old game that no one will expect that was canceled. We'll see what it is. So then, the rumor evolved drastically. And it says that it went on to say that Microsoft and Nintendo, Nintendo are working on something, quote-unquote, or some things big together. And the first rumor is, and this seems really credible, this seems like everybody was reporting this, the Xbox Game Pass is coming to Switch. So, what do you make of that? Well, I think a couple couple episodes ago, I had a little rant where I was ranting about how Microsoft and Nintendo would fit, would work so well together, and how it just frustrated the hell out of me that they didn't work together. So this proves to me that they must be listening to our show. Because it went from my lips God to... Mode moment, unlocked. Yeah, it went from my lips to their ears, and uh, here we are. I mean, it's... All those views are Phil Spencer every week. Yeah, let me tell you, if the, if this isn't Game Pass on Switch, like, if this, if this isn't, like, the actual marriage that everyone's blowing this up to be, boy, whatever they announce is just going to get absolutely Well, this seems slaughtered. pretty credible to me. Like, multiple sources came forward and said, yeah, this is Well, it just makes happening. so much sense. It makes so much sense for both of them. Like... I mean, Nintendo can barely get their online service off the ground. Yeah. Like, they are so far behind on that. Yeah. And, you can't even talk to your friends in an online Yeah. Game. And, and, like, they must be looking into the future. And, and you know, like, 5G, you know, I just heard this the other day. 5G is going to allow... What about 6G, though? 5G, yeah. <laughs> 5G is going to allow doctors to perform remote surgery because it's going to have such low latency. Oh, don't give me that, bold. Well, that's the, what they The say. day that I go under the table for remote okay, well, surgery. But, but, okay, well, even if they're entertaining that idea, then you can definitely play a video game. That, they're entertaining flying cars in 1980. Yeah, sure. Well, anyway, long story short, what I'm trying to get to is the fact that Nintendo must be looking in the future and realizing, hey, you know, like, we can't even get our online service off the ground whatsoever. We're going to need help. And so I think this is them just, you know, sort of looking into the future Building and thinking, yeah, and thinking like, okay, you know, like we have something they don't have, they have something we don't have, you know, it just makes too much sense not to do this. I'm going to play devil's advocate, not because I necessarily think this way, but to play devil's advocate here. You know, I saw some people saying that, well, the value that the Xbox One has, or the Xbox as a whole is Game Pass. is a huge part of it. That's one of the few reasons to buy an Xbox. Yes, that's true. So now, well, if you already own a Switch and you've got Xbox Game Pass, are these, are you disincentivizing actually buying an Xbox? 
And I think that is a valid point. Yeah. But the flip side of it is is that well you never really make much money on the hardware. You usually lose money and you make money on the software. So maybe just selling them gamepad it's going to increase their profits. Yeah. But, but well, I think it is a valid point to say like are they cutting into their own sales? But then at the same time my brain's going like a hundred different directions gotta, here. This is a way to permeate the Asian market as well, which they've always performed terribly yeah, in. Yeah. So now everybody who's got a Switch in Japan yeah. may finally have an Xbox product. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, and another thing is, is that, you know, the Switch is never going to have like, you know, Call of Duty. Yeah. It's never going to have, you know, those, those bigger first person shooters or the multiplayer games, but now with with Game Pass, it will. So you know, I mean, it's gonna have access to all of that. Yeah. So um, you know, it just makes sense from that perspective too. It's gonna plug a hole that Switch has. Um, boy, I forgot where I was going with this. Well, let me take it the next step because okay, the rumor go goes even further. So the same report and then multiple reports after say that uh, Ori and Cuphead are both coming to Switch as standalone. Like, you're not going to need Game Pass. Like, these Microsoft games are actually just going to be released on yeah. Xbox. Or not on Xbox, on Switch, I'm sorry. And then it goes even a step further and says that one of Microsoft's biggest franchises, either Halo, Gears, or Forza, will be appearing on Switch in the, in the, near, in the near future. Natively? Like, as in developed for the on Switch? Switch, yes. I would imagine one of the Forzas, wouldn't you? I wouldn't put Halo on there. That that's it going, can't be that's Halo. going too far. Yeah, it unless it's be. like Master Chief Collection. Yeah, even then, I don't know. Because I, I don't think it's not like well, you want to put Gears on there either. I mean, it just seems like Forza. Forza just makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's you can, the least risky. You can sell Forza in Japan. I mean, they're going to buy a car game. A well, game. and again, like trying not to divert too much value in your exclusives from. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to give Halo to everybody, yeah. basically. And I, well, would, I probably wouldn't really want to do it to give. But you know, either. I think, you know, I've been saying, you know, Apple and Google and all of them would be coming into gaming, but not the way people yeah. expected. And I think this is Microsoft acknowledging that. And yeah. you know, Google, we're about to get a blowout on Google's gaming service. You know, like they're they're about to reveal what they got cooking. And to me, this is just Microsoft saying, okay, you know, like. It's not really about Nintendo. It's not really about Sony anymore. It's about our main rivals, Apple and Google. Yeah. So you know, outside of just Google, video games. yeah, Google's definitely probably approached Nintendo as well and said, "Hey, you know, can we put our service on?" That's here? a good point. Yeah. Trying so, to head off. Yeah, exactly. Apple and, Google was going to do it anyway. Nintendo teaming. Yeah, up, right? Google was definitely going to do this anyway. So, I mean, because YouTube is already on the Switch, yeah. it's one of only two apps. So. I was gonna say, and you can probably watch it at 180p. Yeah, there's only two apps on the Switch: Hulu and and YouTube, which is Google. So I'm sure Google already approached Nintendo, and Microsoft was like, "Well, you know, we don't want to get left behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, just it's it was just too stupid to do that. So, you know, that's probably another driving force behind the whole thing. So another part of this, there was so much getting leaked this week. Multiple insiders. Uh, leaks some stuff about Scarlet, which is basically exactly what you and I have been saying. Uh, they said that the Scarlet does indeed both models, the whatever you want to call it, let's call it the Slim and the Big Boy. I don't know. Well, they're codenamed Anaconda and Locker, aren't they? 
they've changed it like five times. Yeah. <laughs> one one was Anaconda. Yeah. The, high the higher end one was, was Anaconda. Anaconda. And there was Lockhart, but then there was like a Jaguar in there Our at Anaconda one point or something. Don't. Um, anyway, I'm still salty that they didn't actually name the X the Scorpio. Scorpio? Yes. Yeah. Well, but, at least they released a Scorpio edition to sort of tip their hat to it. But both models have a solid state drive, which should drastically uh, reduce loading times next gen, which I'm all about. The reveal will be at E3 2019. No surprise Gosh, there. That's going to be that's so close. The release date will be fall 2020, which is actually pretty far away. When yeah. you think about how far what, the gap between release. Well, they did that with the X, didn't they? So yeah. they, they must figure year. it worked. Yeah. And then Halo Infinite will be cross-generation but will be there at launch for the Scarlet, which is what I have been saying, that it's yep. going to be there. And they're going to say it's the only Halo game you need for the next seven years, or whatever, five yep. years. This will be the only Halo that we release. I don't know release. if they'll say that, but it will. They should. It will. Because what they should just say is, you it comes with your Xbox, and this is the only Halo game you will need I mean, for Call, Call of Duty's really Call of Duty is really the only well, Call of Duty and Battlefield a little bit. Are really the only ones that are sort of doing yearly releases. Stuff. But I think they should imagine how much value you get when you buy the new Xbox because it's getting harder and harder to to get people to you know as things like a phone. I mean, know. Halo Five was really the only Halo you needed for the generation. I mean, they released Master Chief Collection, but this you would get day one. And if they just say we're just going to build on this game, you're never going to it. It just sells yeah. you the console, yeah. they, like immediately. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna buy this. I mean, they should. They should say that. I think. Um, so they said that cross-gen launch title for the next Xbox, and they also said that Ninja Theory's game will be revealed this year and will release wow. in 2020, which really isn't a surprise. Really, you don't think so? I think that's kind of surprising. Well, no. How long have they? How long has it been since uh, Hellblade? Like almost a year. Oh, well, that is kind of surprising because they're not really a big studio. They release. They they're like a every other year studio game. They don't make massive games. They they release games like every two years. Yeah. Plus they're hiring like crazy. Yeah, so. good. Well, I'm excited to see what they have. Tons, I mean, it's going to be a great E3. Tons of. I mean, I really think. I mean, we talked about it before. I think Phil, knowing that Sony's not going to be there, yeah. is looking to pull out every single. Do you think Nintendo will go on stage with them? If if those rumors are real, it seems like it's. I would think more along the lines of Phil goes on their stage. Yeah, but no, they don't have a stage. But you know what I mean. They have like like Phil direct. goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I wonder which they prefer. It just seems like it'd be more. Like, it's wow. not really important to Xbox as a platform. Like, it's important to like the investors. Yeah. But like, well, that's you know that is originally what E3 was for too. Yeah, yeah. The investors. Uh, I mean, the, now it's really for the consumer. About the fans, maybe but. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they drag out. It's not going to be Reggie, as we'll yeah. mention later. Yep. We'll get uh, to that. So, shortly. Tons of tons of stuff there. So, let the next piece of Microsoft news. Uh, they confirmed that there's new Age of Empires info coming in the next episode yes. of Inside Xbox. Which, I, do you think this is a confirmation that it's actually coming to Xbox? Well, obviously. Well, some yeah. people are like, no. No. Uh, you know, anybody that thinks this isn't coming to Xbox hasn't been paying That's attention. That's what I said. Hasn't been paying attention. With the attention. mouse and keyboard controls yeah. And, yeah. and all that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of odd how they've been doing it. Why I mean, hasn't been announced yet? I don't know. You know, they, they, they announced that Gears game, 
And then they waited a few months, and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's coming to Xbox. I don't think you they know, even like, confirmed it yet. Yeah, it's a did. rumor. Are you uh, sure? I think they did. It should. Back. I mean, it should. So, that's really all there is to say there. Um, probably an Xbox version coming. If this was a God Mode moment, which it is, yeah. I, I'd say 95% certainty. Would you go higher? Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, here's have you heard about this Dota 2 auto chess thing? No. So, there's this mod for Dota 2, which is literally like a variant of actual chess using Dota 2 stuff. And it has, it's like, it's a mod that's blown up. It's super popular. And basically, it's so popular that Valve is considering buying it and just making it its own. Now, why is it called Auto Chess? I, I don't know if you play a bot. I, I don't know. Oh, I, okay. I haven't played it. I'm just okay. speculating. But it's, it, that's what they called it. So it's chess and it's super popular. Tons of people watch it on Twitch. I think it's funny because Dota started as a mod to Warcraft 3 yep. which Valve then went out and bought the developer of it so now Dota 2 has spawned a mod which they're now looking at going and buying the developer of yep. and I think it'd be hilarious to see Blizzard come in and buy these, this guy these developers of this mod because Valve basically swooped in and stole Dota when they bought that yeah. Ice, Ice Frog was the guy's name yeah so, but it makes total sense, I think. It's, you'll have to pull, pull up a YouTube oh, video on our, the background. Dota 2 um, Auto Chess. Our quota for chess games has been met this, this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's take a look at this. You can hear our live oh, reactions yeah, to Dota 2 Auto Chess. I don't know what the hell that is. Look at this. <laughs> Real chess just died. I, I it's all about. Oh, it's the it's donkey. All about, about yeah, there's yeah, it's the Dota two characters up there. So is it just chess or is? I, skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, let's see what's happening. It seems that there's multiple characters. Oh, or multiple that. players. High strategy right there. Oh, there's multiple games going on at once. Is that yeah, what's going on? I don't, I, I don't know. Is the game playing itself? Is that why it's called Auto Chess? I don't think so. I, I, I'm sure there has to be player participation of some way. Anyways. Yeah, this is why Dota is dead to me. <laughs> um, see, I thought you'd like this because it's chess. It's just chess. That's not chess. Yes, it is. That's on a chess board, but it's, I don't know what the hell is happening. <laughs> So, do you hear the conspiracy theory about this Pokemon tweet? No. About the reveal? Remember how I said there was a Pokemon Day coming up? It's like this week. Oh. Like National Pokemon Day. Oh. Nintendo celebrates it big. Yeah. And you were saying, well, why would they reveal the Pokemon 2019 at that when they just did Nintendo Direct? Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Is it happening? We don't know. but It's the, happening. So, this, the, I think he's the CEO of Pokemon Company. Made this really random tweet. So he, he tweeted a, like this random uh, screenshot from Pokemon Go of just capturing a Weedle. Uh-huh. And like everybody was like, well, why did he just tweet uh, capturing a Weedle? It's like the most common thing to happen in Pokemon Go. You know, there's Weedles all over the place. Yeah. Well, all the numbers on this screen, you know, the Reddit guys went nuts. All the numbers added up to this algorithm and stuff. Oh, my God. So, so it, it perfectly uh, added up to... 
the day of Pokemon. See, I used to live for this stuff, and, and now, now, yeah, now it's no, just driving it's me crazy because everybody does this. So it adds up to the exact date of Pokemon Day. But then there's a, a second date, which is fall. Like It's like November. So yeah. people are like, well, that's the release date. Yeah. And then there's some other number, because how many pins or whatever this Weedle had that meant something else like it added up to like the next the day of the next nintendo direct or something like everything <laughs> i always wonder when i read this stuff does somebody actually check this or yeah. is somebody just saying this well i always wondered if if the company that's releasing it is also like the one saying oh yeah look i cracked this you know just to make sure everybody knows like well that yeah yeah you know just so it well, doesn't go over i always head. wonder just like did somebody just make up something so complex that nobody's actually Ever checking noticed? it yeah. Like, to make sure that it's accurate. They're just yeah. saying, yeah, it all adds up. I just wonder if they've ever released stuff like this and, it, like, nobody ever noticed and they just don't even bother. A Bungie, I know Bungie has said that they cooked a bunch of Easter eggs into, like, Destiny and Destiny 2 that nobody ever found. Yeah. See, like, at that point, how does a developer not just pretend to be, like, an average Joe? Yeah, I'm sure that happens all And go, oh, look what I found. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's happened. Do you remember that? What was that in Resident Evil 4 that was way in the background and nobody found it for, like, ten years? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Now it's bothering me. There's something way, way like. Was it George Bush's head on a spike? <laughs> no, no, it's less obvious than that. <laughs> uh, but there, do you remember those weird monkey men in Halo Three? What? Google Halo Three. Look on YouTube. Halo Three. I, I apparently am. It's probably gonna show you. Deep, Halo deep. Three monkey men, Easter egg. Monkey family. <laughs> yes. I found the hippo. Watch the shortest. I, I, I found the hippo. The shortest video that you can find. I don't know which one that is. That's that's the first one, I think. Yep, apparently not. Two minutes twenty nine seconds. If you're if you're listening, come uh, Google it with us. You gotta like jump over all these rocks and like go in this. Weird... Is there an actual monkey family? Yeah, like something. Else? There they are. Oh my god! One's holding like a. T- <laughs> It has, they got human faces, yes. Uh, and they, they even believe. Yeah, yeah. They're holding well, one's holding a teddy bear. That's creepy. So here is the last God Moan moment of the week. By the way, I'm saying there's only a 15% chance that Pokemon 2019 gets revealed this week. I don't even know. I would love it to be, but I, mean, I know that would be so cool. And I'm saying there's a hundred percent chance that this game looks disappointing. And I will need I will need if if it gets announced this week, I'll need Someone to explain to me what's happening with Nintendo stock because Did you see they had to buy back a million. Shares? I don't even understand what the hell's going on. Like they are on fire. They're, I mean, they're like doing a hundred times better than they were even with the Wii, and like the stock's just in the Tanking. toilet. I know. I don't know. I don't get it. So a placeholder came up on Amazon today, uh, and it's a Bethesda placeholder product, fifty nine ninety nine, and the the video's got <laughs> it's got a video on the page. With the fallout countdown, Ugh. counting down from 10. So, everybody's speculating that it's another fallout game. Can't wait to see how they screw this one. Well, up. the reaction to this is going to be terrible. I'm going to be looking for that locker right away. The only thing that this would be acceptable, and I, I still think it looks bad, is if it's some sort of HD collection. Yeah. If, if it's another fallout game. Can't be. That's Can't be. Maybe it'll be like um, Fallout 76 this time we we got it guys don't worry find the expansion and it'll be the, better the this time we got it guys don't worry sorry about the last one uh well unbi- unban your account if you buy this one I, I i don't know what it could be i really don't edition it's got to be some hd 
collection or yeah, something. I'm like probably, one, two, and three. I probably won't care. Yeah, neither will regardless. I. But there's unless a lot it's of like you know, actually, I, I'm probably more interested in like that little. What was it? It's Fall of Shelter. Yeah. Did you ever play that? No. I downloaded it for Switch. I still have. It's funny because. It, I was talking to one of my employees at work today. We were talking about Anthem. And this guy, this random customer comes up. And he's like, are you guys talking about Fallout 76? And, and I was like, no, man, we're talking about Anthem. And he's like, good, because that game sucks, man. He's like, if I, if I wanted to play World of Warcraft, I'd just play World of Warcraft. I'm like, all right. See you later. Have a good day. Tell me this game doesn't look amazing. It's The Sims, Fallout style. I know. That's why it's so awesome. That's though. why it... Worthless. It's not glitchy and ugly. It is the best performing game, but that's really probably released. It is. That's the best performing, best looking, most next gen. That's not true though, because Evil Within Two is a good performing game, but they didn't develop that. Yeah, that's Tango. Okay. Plus Wolfenstein and Doom. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's it for the God Mode moments this week. Let's bring in some of the big news, and we got tons of tech time, tons of market mode, nothing but great topics this week. So, big news. Anthem launched. The reviews basically trashed the game. I've played a little bit of it. Everybody's basically saying there's no end game at all. It's just the same three dungeons on escalating difficulty. Uh, the difficulty's way too much. Basically, that everything just one-shots you once you get towards higher difficulty stuff. And the story is trash, which is most Bioware fans' biggest, you know, that's what they cling to. Yeah. So this game was in development for seven years. The last game that this team re- released was Mass Effect 3, seven years ago. Looks like Bioware's entered the end game well, now. That, are you worried about them? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, like, not like... Uh, they're under the EA umbrella. And, yeah. And EA is known to be a mass murderer of studios. <laughs> I will say the marketing for this game makes me believe it's still going to sell millions of copies. I don't know oh, yeah. where it'll go. Yeah. I mean, it won't, I, it won't have legs. Well, I, I believe that they're going to support it for at least a year or two. I think they're going to continue to develop it. Yeah. But I got thinking about this. And I know they're going to do a cross-gen version and all that, but I, I do think... You know, my hope for this game when it got announced was it's you know it's a looter shooter, and a lot of looter shooters like Destiny, they launch in these basically alpha or beta states, and it takes a year or two to get them up to par. Yeah. With this one, I was hoping, because it, you know it was in development for so long, that this was going to avoid that, that this was going to be the big AAA delivery day one you know this game's top of its class the apex legends yeah of looter shooters, you know that's, that's what i was thinking about the entire time i was like reading reviews and stuff as i was thinking back like, a couple weeks ago we were talking about how they need anthem to be like ea yeah. needs desperately needs yeah. anthem to be a hit and then you know out of nowhere apex. you know at the 11th hour apex legends swoops them. in to save ea stock and uh and thank God because uh, if Anthem you know, sure if, if Apex Legends didn't show up, um, <laughs> Ape, uh, Anthem was going to be a bomb. And then, boy, could you imagine the storylines today? Well, you know, I got I played I have I I have to do a full review, so I can't. You know, I don't want to jump out too far ahead of myself. But I've played about an hour, and as I'm playing it, I'm sitting there thinking, why? 
like it's I think it's a natural progression for Bioware to make a game as a service type game. I think that's fine. Yeah. But why did they choose most times when developers want to go in a different direction, they want to go in a different direction. Like why did they abandon Mass Effect to make another sci-fi universe? Like well, I heard like I, I heard they wanted to do Knights of the Old Republic 3. Well, yeah, yeah. And EA said no. Right. And so EA, you know, like this, I think this was either the, this might have been like the third project that they wanted to do, you know, on a list of things we want to do. This was like number three. But but what I don't understand is, like, they could have made this game a Mass Effect game. And, like, why did they want, instead of just making... Oh, well, Mass I, I think EA wants to let Mass Effect... Uh, Rest for well bef- this, for a time, but this was way before Andromeda was even started. This was seven years ago. Yeah, well. so I'm I'm saying when you're looking at what to do next with Mass Effect, so Bioware is like, well, we want to create a game as a service. So I'd be thinking, okay, Mass Effect game as a service, but so they've created this universe. They started work on this seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't hold a candle. Well, when they say they start work on, do they mean like the preliminary work for what would eventually become this? Usually. Game? Usually, because projects are envisioned before. Because the this next game, game looks so much like, you know, it, it looks like it's drawn so much inspiration from games since then, like Monster Hunter and like, uh, you know, um, what's the other one? Destiny. It, it looks like a marriage of Destiny and Monster Hunter. It has nothing game. to do with Monster Hunter. Zero. Zero. It looks, it looks like a combination. Of no, two. no, nothing. It's at all. a sci fi flying Monster Hunter. No, it has nothing to do. It's not even close. It it plays like a single player game, with multiplayer shoehorned into it. Yeah, that's like, what that's what Monster Hunter World. Is. No, 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 it's not anything like that's Monster. What Monster. You do Hunter not go World hunt is. monsters. There's no monsters. There are monsters. What no, are there's you, not. Are you shooting. There's bosses. Yeah, but they're not they're they're not hunting. There's a campaign here. Yeah, there's it's a, the same thing. This it's has semantics. more. This is Mass Effect all over again. It's yeah. not Monster Hunter. It looks like. But what I'm saying is, like, why... Because all I can think of as I'm playing it is literally, like... It's like a math... The universe is, like... Why would you try to one-up yourself when you've already created a great sci-fi universe? Well, maybe they were thinking that, you know, the other Andromeda would, would do okay, and then that studio, that that portion of the studio, would just work on, the, you know, the next but Mass Effect. why would you, as a creator... Like, you've put so much time and effort into creating this great universe. You know, you've dr- completely tapped your creativity. And you got to sit there and go, okay, well, we want to do something really similar, but no. Because that's exactly what this feels like. It feels like it's it's not an Anthem story and Anthem's world is not very inspired. It yeah. doesn't feel exciting. Well, to me, I mean, EA's executives are basically like Warner Brothers executives. Yeah. Like, once they have one success, like, all they think about is, well, okay, let's... Replicate it. Yeah, let's replicate this. We'll, we'll just make little superficial changes, and then, you know, it'll be okay. You know, like, and that's that's just how I think they what operate. What I can't figure out about this game is... I mean, there's nobody can take away that this game looks outstanding. And you could, you could argue that it's a downgrade from the E3 trailer, because it is. Yeah. But it still looks great. Uh, it really does. It they're, lo- they're not the first game to be guilty of that. No, no. I mean, we I'll can, give them I a could break. list five off the top I'll give them a break because the game does legitimately look good still. Yeah. Um, and flying and stuff, like the, the combat is good. It feels really cool. But like, 
the game, for a game that's had this much development time, there's just not much there. Like, you sit there and you play it, and you're like, how did this take so long? Because there's just not enough there to have taken that much time. You look at a game like Red Dead Redemption, they crafted, like, a 100-hour story, the multiplayer mode, like, all tons of stuff. Yeah. And, like, Anthem created, like, one little... Thing. You like could say I, the same about Crackdown, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's just the way development's going. Oh, I, which I'll have more on that. But there's later. there's so much there's so many weird decisions in this. Like the whole first <clears throat> person and in, in Fort Tarsus thing. Yeah. Totally makes no sense. Like yeah. it doesn't fit. What suit did you go for? Well you can go you can do any of did them at any the, time. Did you you switch. The javelin? What? What's your favorite? The javelin? They're all javelin. That's what they're called. Oh well, you know the one javelin. Uh, I chose the, the storm. javelin one twenty. I chose the storm because it's the like the mage one so far. The, the javelin one sixty four. <laughs> all right, so, uh, but two more things about this before we move on. EA incited rage because this guy published a, a negative review of Anthem on YouTube. Yeah, and then they forced him to take it down. And republish it because they were sponsoring him. They were paying him. Oh. <laughs> so that incited rage, like all across the internet. Like he's being censored, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said that he didn't. Who hasn't enraged on the internet, though? I know. He said he didn't feel like he's being paid, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so then the Xbox's VP, uh, Micah Barra, he incited a, a complete meltdown and got egg on Microsoft's face God. because he, he had, he like blew back at, that game journalists that said that they're all jokes because they they giving Anthem negative reviews and they shouldn't be reviewing it and because it's it's you know it's in early access Anthem Anthem Xbox bundle available now yeah yeah exactly so then everybody came came out at him and then people started swinging at him because and I kind of agree with this but I don't care he he streams and he posts like screens and videos yeah. he yeah. never played Xbox games ever ever. Yeah. And people were like, "What's with you anyway? Like here you are defending Xbox, you don't even play it. Like, well, what does he play? He plays PC nonstop. Nice. Which I, I could care less. Well, Do whatever so, you want. You know, Microsoft stuff. You're being paid to like. to work for Xbox. I don't care what you're doing your free time. Yeah. Stream from a Switch for all I care. Yeah. But yeah, I don't care. Anthem just was a whole freaking whirlwind this week. Everything around that game was just crazy, except the Neil Blom camp live action trailer which was great and probably the only good thing to come out of this game as so, so far yeah did you see district nine yes yeah. i thought it was great Ooh. i thought it was great oh yeah. i thought chappie was not I, interesting I at not, all i could not get into that movie i thought it was great it was like children of men all over again like i wanted to like it but it just children of men was kind of boring could not get there so Reggie, the president of Nintendo of America, is retiring. Take it away. Yeah. Sing him a song. Yeah, let me uh, put on the taps. <laughs> Actually, I mean, it, this know. is why their stock's tanking because they knew Reggie's yeah. going. What do you seriously though? Uh, what are your uh, thoughts? Well, my thoughts are: let's look at the name of the guy replacing him. Bowser. Doug Bowser. <laughs> I mean, what a name! I that's a man of destiny right there. In all sincerity, I remember when Reggie first 
rose to prominence. Like appeared his first E three appearance was during the GameCube era. Yeah. And he came forward at a time when Nintendo desperately needed like a commanding face. Yeah. Because this was right when Did he actually say taking names, kicking ass on, I don't on remember. stage? But, but did you remember He's like, all out of names. You know, culture gaming culture was drastically starting to change around then. Yeah. And Nintendo was still very much in the like yes. we're gonna put people who don't speak the language that well on stage and like yes. Have these very like corny presentations, yeah, like and you then barely Reggie understand came. what was happening on stage. It, they were very awkward. Yeah, and then tough. Reggie came and was like, just Listen like up. in your face, yeah. like he like he made Nintendo cool. It was again. like an episode. It was like RoboCop. Yeah, on stage. Um. So, I mean, I don't know. I think he's as far as his actual performance at Nintendo. I think he's been. Could you argue that he hasn't been great? I think he has. Yeah, I think he's been great. Then nothing uh, good. Nothing but good highs for the and company. Lows, highs and lows. I mean, he oversaw the Wii era. Yeah, Switch. And then the Wii U. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, it's not entirely He's Nintendo, he, he's America, Nintendo America. America, I know, I know. But, um, you know, in his, in his tenure, I mean, this is what he's, he's yeah, seen. Yeah. And he's had to sell. This is the one thing I think... The I think it's on Nintendo of America to communicate to Japan how important online gaming is. Yeah. And so I would put that on NOA... Because yeah. over there, it's a different world. Yeah. Well, but I mean, they have the internet. Yeah, I, but I they play games like Catherine all day. They yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, it's a, it, it, Socializing <laughs> is different. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. Yeah. Like, the social settings in America versus Japan are yeah. entirely different. And obviously, first-person shooters like don't even exist. Yeah, no. Don't no even way. exist. No. I, th- I think they've only ever made one first-person shooter. Nintendo? No. Just Japan, Japan in general. And that was um, Breakdown. I, I can't think of a, any other first-person shooter that came out of Japan. There's definitely not a lot. No. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, he should have... He, sh- he could have done a better job of communicating that, but... You can't put that all on him, though. Maybe yeah. he did, for all we know, and Japan yeah. was just like... Yeah, I uh, mean, you know, there's there's definitely an order there, and in a way, isn't at the top. Yeah. So, happy trails, Reggie. It'll be interesting to see... How Bowser does this yeah. place. The Bowser. The Halo TV series is beginning to film later this year. How terrified are you that this is going to suck? All that I can hear in my ears is that line from Halo 2 where um, he says, There are those that said this day would never come. The prophet? Yeah. What are they to say now? Like that's that's all. I, when I read that line that you know the series is beginning filming later this year, I was like, yes, it's finally getting made. Finally here. A little nervous because yeah, you know, God knows. I what, always get what's going to be nervous made. when they mess with things that I hold to a very high standard. Yeah, like Cowboy Bebop, that yeah. like live action series, terrified. But they they had like a TV show, right? Halo. Yeah, they like did a like very, a mini series, like a very cheap low budget it was a mini version. series. Yeah. There's like four episodes or something like that. And well, I think that, each episode was only like 10 minutes. I mean, yeah, and it's going to have a. That show had like, you know, a fraction of the budget that this yeah. show is going to have. So I'm really curious to see what they do. It's Sergeant I thought that Johnson show was okay. Be in the and, show. That's what I want to know. Yeah, oh, he better be. Is Bobby going to be in the show? Now I it's going to be very him. dark, right? Like they, they've already confirmed it's going to be very dark. It's like going to be an alien except with Halo. I, I know that they've said they want it to be. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a casual show. Good. But we'll see. I mean, it's on one of those networks, you know, and everything's dark and gritty and edgy. Well, it's on, it's on Showtime, I think. 
Showtime. Yeah. So Fortnite announced the Fortnite World Cup this week. So it's taking place from April to June. There's $30 million in prize money up for this thing. The winner gets $3 million alone. Um, I don't have much to say about that other than think about that. $30 million for one That one seems like bad math that. to me. I mean, how does the winner only get one-tenth of what's Every single grabs? person who p- participates gets 50000 as a minimum. Wow. I don't know how many players there are total. But um, and there's probably different stages that you can win. Maybe this the final stage is that that one is the three million dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. But um, here's the here's the better story really in a Fortnite this week. The coach of the New York Knicks literally blamed Fortnite for the Knicks being the worst team in the East. He said that his players they but don't because yeah, he can't blame his boss. They don't get in. They don't get enough sleep, so they're irritable. They're not he, as focused. He can't blame his boss. They're the not owner, as athletic. <laughs> the owner of the New York Knicks. Oh god. You know. You know what's really funny about the Knicks? You know why they they nothing's funny. You know. Them. You know why they suck so bad? They Phil they, Jackson ruined the franchise. No, no, it's not Phil Jackson. Yeah. It's, it's the owner Dolan. Well, the owner hiring Phil Jackson along. Well, yeah, with no, bad but, move. but they were they were terrible before that. Yeah, like yeah. They, they brought in Phil to try and fix it, but yeah, they were terrible for years move. and years before that. They've been terrible since um, Patrick Ewing was there, like in the nineties. Well, they had some competitive teams during that era. They yeah. never won, but yeah, and yeah, they never won. They were but they at least good competitive teams. back yeah. then. But I mean, they've been absolutely terrible ever since. But the real reason they they're terrible is, is Fortnite. Well, no, no, they, Fortnite. They made they made cap space like every year to try and land like a LeBron and or they never whatever. get him. and like everybody goes oh I don't want to go. Do play you remember him. when you probably don't remember this because nobody does even remember this name when Amari Stoudemire signed there? Who okay, I'm gonna have to cut all of this out of the episode. No, it's fine. When Amari Stoudemire signed signed there, he was tweeting saying. New York is back. The Knicks are back because he thought that him landing there was like the oh, biggest yeah. deal. Like and that was that was the biggest star they've had since. Well, they had Carmelo, oh, he's who was bum. garbage. He's a bum. All right, moving on. That's just believe it or not, an NBA coach actually blamed Fortnite for his team being the worst team in the league. Not him. Didn't take any ownership himself or put any of it on the players. He blamed Fortnite. Tech time. Tons of stuff this week. Samsung announced the whole run of new devices Cha-ching. and phones, including the Galaxy Fold, which costs $2,000. It's a 4-inch foldable phone that folds into a 7-inch tablet. It's a flip phone. Is it a flip phone? Well, did you see it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant flip it's a razor. phone. It's a giant flip phone, yes. It, it's not actually a foldable, first of all. It's two separate screens. Yeah, I've seen that. It's too sad. That's not a foldable. It's, mis- it's misleading. Yeah. That's not a. That's that is what we call the flip phone. It's like a Nintendo DS. Yeah, but I mean, it. I mean, it looks okay. People are saying that you know you could actually see like sort of like the line down yeah. there where it was missing the you know missing everything. Yeah. Um. So I mean, for two thousand dollars, do you really want? I don't that? think it's worth it. No. I think. And did you see what it looks like when it's closed? Looks like a calculator. It looks like like the screen size is like from two thousand four. Yeah, it's small. It's tiny. It's yeah. like a, it's like one third of the front. Yeah. Like, it's just so bizarre that they would release something like this. The S ten series certainly looked a lot more interesting to me. 
The, oh, yeah. A rumor came out of this conference, though, which was the real interesting thing. There's talk around this conference, you know, behind closed doors and with the insiders there, that Samsung and Valve have teamed up and that Steam is coming to the S10 devices and above. So what What would you... What do you think the chances are? Uh, 100%. You think so? Yeah, because... Steam does need to do something with the Epic Games. Obviously, Google's gaming service is going to be on... And Epic wants to put theirs everywhere. Yeah, and Epic is going to be there. And uh, I'm surprised. Isn't it already on there? It's not? No. I'm trying to think. You can download the Steam app. Is it on iPhone? You can download the Steam app and buy games and... You know, you can't play anything. They're, they're, they're speculating that you're going to be able to play Steam games on your, you know, your whatever, your S10. Like, full Steam games? Yeah. But what ones? Any of them. They're, like, they're high-end computers now at this yeah, point. Yeah, but... Like, hook up a controller to Steam it. Steam games are only... They only function on... Um, Linux? Windows, Linux, or... Or... I, or you know, well, that's the rumor that Mac. It's now going to be expanding to. Boy, I wonder how they're going to do that. No idea. Or are they just going to be adding like Android games? No idea. Could be. It could be a limited selection. Because obviously you're not going to be able to play all your games because they won't be good enough specs to run everything. Look at this beast. What is this? This is it. This is where they. This the fold. It. Yeah. Except you can't find it. That's. Somewhere in here. Look at that. I don't need my that's seat. that's the front when it's closed. Look at that brick. And then like yeah, it's you can't see thick. It. the screen is like right. Isn't there two batteries? The, the in screen it? is like literally right there. Yeah. You know what else I saw this week? BlackBerry announced a new phone. Oh god. <sighs> is it is it actually BlackBerry or did it like a Chinese company just buy the I think, the I think they're owned by like Google or something now. Pretty yeah. sure. I never want to go back to the BlackBerry days. Shout out to Theta Protocol, which is launch, launching March 15th. I'm telling you, this technology is going to blow up. This is uh, uh. video streaming service, so you can share your extra bandwidth to help people stream video who the, don't have good internet. The Theta Protocol. And you get paid in Theta tokens, a cryptocurrency. Oh, that's cool. For doing it. I'm telling you, I got you, enormous it's, it's bandwidth. If you need internet, up. come talk, you know, I'll hook you up. Well, it's all random. Give like, me a, all you have to do, you, you open a tab in your browser and it does it. That's it. Give me all the data. This is the one I invested in. Yeah. It's going to blow up. Go buy it. Go use it. March 15th. So. Full disclosure. Yes. Uh, a Japanese newspaper is reporting that the Switch Mini is coming out later this year, which is basically what we have been talking about. We all know they're the second switch skew coming this year it's been reported everywhere but the the big thing is that nintendo is actually finally going to replace the 3ds look how buttery smooth that is because they finally have realized that the 3ds market has disappeared faster than they expected it to. yeah and when you take a look at the 3ds screens you you completely <laughs> understand why it vanished so I, this is what I wanted to see from the beginning. I wish when they announced the Switch that they just said, we are no longer going to publish multiple devices. This is the Nintendo device. Yeah. I wish well, they did this from the thank start. Thank goodness. And I think everybody else did too because, uh, you know, the 3DS went off a cliff. Yeah. But I'll say this. The 3DS games are, like, all available for $15. That's still... The system still got value. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, this has been sitting around my house, you know, not really being used. Yeah. Um, 
But in the last week or so, I've really rediscovered that. You know, like like I said, I, there was a bunch of games that were like fifteen dollars, ten dollars on eBay. You can get tons of classic Nintendo yeah, games and for nothing. Yeah, and you know, I love the Switch, but the one thing that the Switch has going against it is it's, it's just not really portable outside your house. Yeah, you're not gonna want to take that thing outside your house. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you're gonna break it for sure at some point. But uh, the 3DS, yeah, you can like I can throw this in my coat pocket. Right. You know, I can go with me wherever. And the games are dirt cheap. Um, I'm really want to get WarioWare, but that game's still like forty dollars. Remember so. what Chad Warden called WarioWare? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. gonna say it on I was podcast. Say, I'm sure, it's not appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> so here's here's one. There's a developer called Paradox. Uh, they make games for Xbox, you know, for everything. Yeah. Well, they've announced the collaboration with Microsoft. To have this unified modding system, so all wow. mods created for all their games are simultaneously released on PC and Xbox. So to me, this is something. This fits totally in Microsoft's strategy here to, you know, bring modding to consoles to be like, you know, the console to go for modders. You know, like they're that's what they're looking for. Is what the heck are you I looking for now? There's a... Well, this is for the next story. Okay. So, this... You know, when I bought my RTX 2060, I was telling people, you know, I think NVIDIA is going to announce another card. Should I wait? They're like, no, they're not going to announce another card. And I'm not upset. I'm really not. I could... I'm happy with my 2060. But everybody's like, no, no, they're just going to stay with the 2060 line. Well, lo and behold, NVIDIA announced the GTX 1660T... Which is basically an RTX 2070 without the ray tracing, which is not as good as a 1080, 1080T, or a 2080, but it's only $279, which is a good deal as far as cards go. Oh, so it's a, it's a 2070 without the, the ray tracing? Yes. And it's wow. like seventy five dollars. A lot of people cheaper. that have the ray tracing swear by it, but supposedly it doesn't. No one swears. <laughs> it has a it's huge. Um, it has a huge hit to the frame rate. Is that? Yeah, you can't go above like sixty frames. Yikes. Which most PC, like I play my PC games between like one hundred and twenty and one hundred and forty frames. Well, I was, you know, it's funny. I was looking at some of these cards, and um, I think it was the. 1070 Ti or 1060 Ti, and I was reading a review for it, and you know, like they said that in order for you know it not to challenge some of the other cards, they they sort of artificially gimped it. Yeah. Out of the box. Yeah. Um, so I'll be curious to see what they did to this. I just to, think to, that uh, they've created a lot of confusion now because you've got like this ray tracing line, you've got the non ray tracing line, you know, like I've got a 2060. When they put the 20 series out, it makes it sound like it's better than the 10 series. You know, like, a, well, 2060's got to be better than a 10, 1070, right? Yeah. Like, well, no. To, to a layman, it's totally confusing. Yep. Here's the most unexpected news of the week. So just today, rumors came out that Microsoft was going to announce the HoloLens 2 today. And everybody immediately said, this is Microsoft jumping in to VR and AR finally. Sort of. Well, it didn't turn out that way. They said this was going to cost much less, blah, 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 blah. So the HoloLens 2 actually costs more than the original yeah. HoloLens. It costs 3500 and there's literally no consumer version. This is made for factory workers. That's it. Nobody else can cool. get it. All right. 
I read an article that said HoloLens 2 isn't for you, but HoloLens 3 might be. Well, I heard that the technology is very good for HoloLens 2. They said yeah. it's much better than the first. Well, that's pretty impressive. Because people that tried HoloLens 1, you know, they said it was very impressive, except for the fact that it was sort of like the Game Boy in that, you know, like there was only like a Game Boy. Really yeah, there was like a Game Boy size screen yeah. where the action was actually happening. They said this is like way bigger. Yeah. See, now that alone would be like. Do you know? Huge. Do you know what some of the technology that's cooked in the HoloLens is from? Uh, Connect. Oh, really? Connect. Yeah. Changing the world. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably because it has to like monitor, you know, yeah. the, it pull the image and all that. Um, Isn't it funny how like a completely failed thing like that can end up being? Oh yeah, reused? huge. I mean, well, Connect it happens had, all the time too. Like, if you search it on YouTube, Connect had like a million functions. Yeah, like people were yeah. using Connect for all sorts of stuff. Like, probably don't want to know. <laughs> uh, no, like some high tech stuff. You yeah. Know, like, yeah, it just had just YouTube. It had no good functions on Xbox. Yeah. So, that's so I mean, problem. here's hoping that Hololens three comes with Pokemon, Pokemon Go two. You're going too far with the Microsoft Nintendo stuff already. Pokemon Go two, and we can finally live the dream. Market mode stuff. The creator of Guild War, Guild Wars, Guild Wars yeah. Arena Net. No consumer Baron. Is did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, laying off tons of people. You know, I I feel bad about this because I feel like Guild I Wars don't. was one of those franchises that was always like. Did you play Guild Wars? No, I and played that, Guild Wars too. And that's what I was gonna say. It always felt like it was like, just like one or two steps from, yeah, being finding success, but it never got there. I, I didn't. I couldn't get into it. It was like it was the Black Desert of the day. I played Black Desert this yeah, week. Did you? Did you actually get into it? Yeah, this I time? did. I did. Did you see all? Were there like a million it's a, enemies? It's everywhere? the training area. Of God, course, there's a million I, enemies. No, it just—they're just supposed to put them everywhere. God. Rainbow Six Siege hit 45 million players, and esports viewership of Rainbow Six Siege rose 200 percent in 2018. The champ is here. So, good for them. Freedom fries. That's all I got to say about Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. You know, when that game came out, like people were like, "Oh, this is this is so trash." Bad. Yeah, like, oh, you know. I don't think this is going anywhere. And it's just built and built. But I, and, and, I, and I give them credit for doing that. They didn't yeah. They didn't abandon it. They yeah, stuck they with panic. it. They developed it. They built it up. I give them credit. It's, it's not my game. game, but... I love this game. It's, they oh, deserve They credit. lost me on Season 3. You know? After a while, there's well, so now. many... The issue for me now is that there's just so many operators yeah. with so many different powers... That I'm like lost. Like, well, see, that's, I fell off the bandwagon, and now I just don't that's know my problem with a lot of the games these days. Is there's yes. so many to play. In fact, I've been waiting for a chance to go on a rant about this. So you have keep to, going to stay current. Like you can't play more than one game. Like yeah. you have to, and you know, if you only want to play one game, or if you can only afford one game, it's great. Like it's the best thing ever because yeah. you're constantly getting new stuff. It's amazing. But if you're somebody who likes to play a lot of other games. You're going to suck at them all because you can't yeah. keep current in it. I mean, I don't mind sucking at the game, but, you know, it's just at a certain point, I mean, you're going to suck so badly that it's like, why even bother? Right. I right. mean, because like, like, literally, I don't even know what's happening. Right. Like, I can't <laughs> like, catch up. I don't even know what these people's powers are. And, like, you know, the, the rest of the team is going to get mad at me because I'm doing something that's completely idiotic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm hitting E instead of holding it down at, yeah. the, at the American <laughs> Army's. America's Army's download table. So here's one to get everybody raging. 
The FTC is holding a workshop on loot boxes later this year. The doomsday has come for loot boxes in America. Changing minds. You know what was funny? I played Apex uh, this past week with a guy from Belgium. And we were just talking. And he's like, oh, man, that's a sweet skin and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, I can't get them. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like why? What's up? I just wasn't thinking. Yeah, and he's like, they're, they're, they're banned in my country. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess the next time you get a cool skin... Count your blessings. But see, I just, I just don't understand that. Because I'm sure baseball cards or soccer cards or whatever they have. The whole there. loot box controversy or, is totally overblown. I'm sure casinos are still legal there. I'm sure like all sorts totally of things overblown. are still legal there. But I, loot boxes. See, my oh, thing is you don't have to like them. I get, and I hate games that are completely riddled with like pay to win and like that force you to spend money. I get why people don't like that. Yeah. But, but to, but don't buy the game. Like, well, it, don't make it illegal. If I remember right, in Battlefront... Vote with your wallet. In Battlefront 2, you could, like, unlock the stuff. Like, because Battlefront 2... it took, 2, like, thousands of hours. Yes. It was, like, basically impossible. That sucks. So, yeah, that sucks. Where, if you can't actually access but everything... Don't, we don't need a law about that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I'm perfectly fine saying, this is terrible. I don't want anything to do with this game. And I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen next is if you outlaw that, then they're going to just go back to plan A, which is to bump games up to $80 yeah. a pop or whatever. Well, and like people act like they're like forced to buy these loot boxes. No, you are not forced to buy loot boxes. You have a choice. Like, yeah. We don't need laws. And, and well, I get it. There's kids that steal their parents' credit. I understand. They're, but it's just to me, it's too much to legislate about yeah. it. Yep. Godspeed Stories. Operation Grand Heist is coming to Call of Duty. It includes league play, blackout updates, including uh, new maps, locations, new modes, new characters, including a gorilla in a cosmonaut suit. This is my rant for the week. I'm so sick. We've been ragging on Activision a lot. Yeah. I am so sick of platform-first content. It is so dividing. Because Activision is the king of this. They do it with Destiny, which they no longer are in control of. They do it with Call of Duty. So, PS4 already got all this content. Xbox and PC are sitting there waiting for it. It is so depressing when you've paid money for this game. In my case, in many people's cases, a lot of money. You know, there's like a $150 version of this game. There's microtransactions. And they can't play the new content that other people are playing. It just... You know, that I they paid for. That's I, the thing. I mean, I get the frustration, but for whatever reason, this stuff has never bothered me. Well, you don't play any of those games. I, that's it's why. never. Well, no, but I mean, even even still, like I've, if there's like expansion packs to games I like, like I'm never in like a rush to go get them. I just not. I'm not. Like if I like well, the game already, that's fine. Like, well, but like and cosmetics. As long as it's coming. Cosmetics that's all and I stuff, care. I don't care. Like if it's yeah. exclusive skins, I could care less. Yeah. We're talking about like, the game new modes new you know the map change like in in destiny it's entire activities yeah so like well i'm sitting here stuck playing the same old stuff and these guys over here are yeah playing new stuff and yeah. there's money behind it that's why well, obviously but it's just so frustrating when, when you're trying to foster a competitive game and then you're leaving players behind, and you're breaking, you're dividing your community, right? Yeah, down the you know, I, I find it kind of odd though that they do that. They're willing to do this because obviously, people, you know, that primarily play on Xbox or PC, they're going to be like, well, you know, I'm going to go get Battlefield or something else because you know, like, it, 
this game's growing I'm stale. I'm going to go play Apex. Growing... That's what they're looking at yeah, right now. Like, this game's growing stale. Because, I can go play Apex for free. Because I'm not getting the update for at least another year. It's so definitely... I'm going to go play something else because this is getting kind of boring now. Right, right. It's it's <laughs> It just seems detrimental to them. I'm surprised they still in the it. In the days of free-to-play, when you can boot up Fortnite with your friends or Apex with your friends, yeah, it, it does exactly that. So speaking of EA and Activision and free-to-play... The former, this guy was really high up at EA. He started a new studio called Embark. He was also the head of DICE at one point. Uh, and they're working on a free-to-play survival co-op game, which is supposedly going to be like actual AAA huge game. But we'll, cool. see, we'll see what, what comes. And teasers for the 30th Overwatch hero have begun. They'll probably be revealed this coming week. So stay tuned. Time for what we played this week. You got a long list. Yeah, I've been for playing. Once. This is the week of Nintendo for me. Um, I can't believe Captain Toad is on that. Captain one. Toad, I really finally, I finally tragedy. sat down and played this game. Like, I, let me tell you, I, I owned the game on Wii U, and I sold it. I remember you saying that. And then I bought it again on Switch because I'm crazy. I don't know why. Because you think I'd had enough the first time, um, but I finally sat down and really played the game. And I, I got into it. It's, it's so nice. It's so relaxing. It's just it's one of those games where you can just relax. I feel like enjoy. they made this game, well, specifically to kind of create a different pace game. Yeah. Like a different style. Like yeah. breaking away from a lot of their other, like yeah. the Mario, the yeah. Zelda. I mean, it's, it's just an old-fashioned sort of like yeah. puzzle game. Yeah. Very low stress. Like when you die, you don't even care. Yeah. You're like, oh, whatever. You know, and so... You know, there's there are actually boss battles and everything in it. Um, so yeah, I got into that. That was cool. Um, played some more Tetris 99, the pinnacle of uh, battle royale games. <laughs> the hell was that? I have no idea. Something moving out there. Is it really? There was right there. Yeah. What the hell? I wonder if it was a dog or something. I don't know what that was. That's not good. Well, there is a lot of wind out there. Yeah. So oh yeah, that's right. Things could be blowing around. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, maybe a maybe like a Resident Evil. No, you know what happened? Jumping through. You said Tetris ninety nine is the pinnacle of Battle Royale. And, something and God tried to strike yes. me down. Uh, I also been playing Zelda: a Link Between Worlds, which I've really been enjoying, and uh, Mario Maker three DS, which I also just bought again. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's a week of Nintendo. I've I've rediscovered. I'm gonna have to borrow your Switch to play Tetris. At some I've point. rediscovered. Yeah, you can you can borrow it. Um, I rediscovered the 3DS, and I just had this thought. I've been wondering where I can put it in this episode. And that was, you know, for the longest time, people thought, oh, people want to live in the game. They want to, you know, like um, Red Dead Redemption 2 was a good example. You know, Sony had, uh, what was it? There was Second Life there, and then Sony had Home or whatever, PlayStation Home. Yeah. You know, and everybody thought that people me. just want to live inside the game. I've come to the conclusion that's a bunch of bunk. Like, that's just not true. You know, people want to just have something small and easy to slip in and out of, I think. Accessibility is definitely huge. Because I don't want to do the second one. Like, I am so tired of how how big games are getting. And yeah, like, you know, like everything they are is... Oh, this world's bigger, and you can yeah. you can get some open world. You can get and lost unless your in name is yeah, unless your name is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I don't care anymore. Like, but that still looks like <laughs> a game care. that you can boot up for half an hour, do a mission, and get out. Yeah, I'm just so sick of like huge open world games. I'm rejecting 
the modern era. I'm going back in time. I think that's this fine. Is, this is a link to the past for me. Well, and I think a lot of developers are realizing that. Like, Tetris 99 is a perfect example. It's a super simplistic game with a modern twist. Yeah. So now, I'm, now the games that I've shunned for years, little indie games, are like what I'm on the hunt for. Indie games are great. I'm looking for like little indie games that are short and quick, you know. Gone and, home, uh, for example. And that's why I've been buying nothing but Nintendo and the biggest publisher on the planet. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I am actually looking for the little indie game. So if you got any suggestions, write it on a brand new Nintendo Switch and send it to me. To, yeah. Because I don't have one. <laughs> All right. So I already talked about Anthem. I'm not going to talk anymore about that. But I played some of that. Uh, I'm going to talk about some, an Apex experience soon because I've been basically maining Apex. The one thing I will say about Anthem, which is driving me nuts, this trick. I don't know if you noticed this trick or not. The developers are using to pump out like higher resolutions or higher frame rates, where they're narrowing your field of view. Have you noticed this? Wait, what's this? Where? In any game, like a first-person shooter or a third-person shooter, where they're they're narrowing your field of view, so then they don't have to put as much on screen. No, I hadn't noticed this. And the games are doing this. Oh yeah, so like a first-person, some first-person shooters you can see a very wide. But then others, it's very narrow. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're making it narrow because there's less polys coming through the cable at one yeah. time. Would you say Apex Legends is one of those? No, no, no. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem's third person, but like your field of view is so narrow, it drives me nuts. Like, there's somebody shooting you like six inches away, you can't see them because you gotta like. It's. If you play it, you'll understand it. Yeah. Anybody out there who's playing Anthem, think, do it, check it out. Um, the other game I played is called Pandemic Express, and I have to say this was a great idea that I was excited about. I feel like I said this last episode, too. I keep finding these indie game multiplayer games that yeah. I really want to try. So this is from the developers of that, was it Hello Neighbor? Yeah. That your cousins like? Oh, my like. God, yes. So listen to this concept. Spare me. 30 players start in this room, and there's a countdown starting, and you have to get to a train and escape on this train, Okay. So the game, you, none of you have weapons. One of you at random is right when the countdown reaches zero is transformed into a zombie. And it's your job as a zombie to infect, oh God. infect the other It really players. is. You know, as you were setting that up, all I could think of in my head was um, Resident Evil... Uh, what was the one on PlayStation 2? Outbreak. Outbreak, yes. And I was like, all I could think well, of was like, so, you know, like when... The, Countdown hits zero. Like it's gonna be a race. <laughs> Not to see that bad. Who can who can hammer the no, others? No, no, it's, it's it's a very fast paced. You run. Like one one person gets a pull up. Look up Pandemic Express up. There. One person gets a modem and uh, can actually load the level before the rest of them. Um, so it's a really cool concept because it it's because the voice chat it broadcasts everybody talking at the same time. <laughs> so you've got all these people go. Ah! Yeah, ah, get it away! Get it away! Yeah, I like love that chaos. Uh, yeah, it's a very like fast-paced, chaotic game. Like skip ahead. Yeah, this, this game looks cool. Skip ahead. Is this only on uh, PC? Right now, at least. Skip till yeah. Wait till it starts. Wait till you see the zombie. The zombie has this cool like light. I think I skipped way too. Yeah, far. you did. You had like ten seconds to go, and there, there you, you go. go. Wait till you see the zombie. Yeah, but ten seconds is forever to listeners. Yeah, I know and it they is. They can't see the video. Yeah. <laughs> So they can hear you say hide. Oh. oh, the lights go off too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wait, there it is. Oh. See? So like, so then the, the gate comes to see everybody's like, get away, get him, get him, guy. Okay. You know, like get out of here. <laughs> and the gate comes down. Everybody starts running. 
You got to get to this train. Then you got to ride on the train for a certain length of time. Well, yeah, but what's the objective for the, the first guy that gets turned to a zombie? To turn other people into zombies. You either turn everybody into zombies. Well, yeah. So you just start as the one guy. You got to infect but other people. Can they shoot you dead? They got to find weapons. Yeah, this guy just oh. found... Well, no, you can't die permanently. The zombies can't... You, you die and you respawn. Oh, okay. So... I was going to say, because it sort of like kills one person randomly right at the... No, right no, the no. Beginning. You just respawn. So the players can't respawn, though, like the humans. So you get turned into a zombie. And that, so... But are you playable as a zombie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're you're controlling the zombie. So then one guy sort of loses instantly right at right at the start of the game. But how does he lose? Because he's a zombie right away. And yeah, yeah, you yeah. You don't want to be the zombie. And it's random who gets picked. Yeah. But so I really like this concept. But here's my problem with what it. What if the zombie chooses not to attack anybody? Well, then the game's broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, my problem with this game, and I don't know if you'll see it in the footage. When you may, so when you get shot with a gun, if you're a zombie, you go flying like 200 yards. You don't just like die. You well, go look at that. flying. Look at that super jump when he shot the ground. So, it I don't look know. At that. The game, the game is not like realistic. Well, yes, but and it and it's not going to be. It's from the Hello Neighbor people. It's yeah. super stylized, but it, um, it sort of almost has like a Team Fortress Two kind of look to it. It. it it, very hello neighbor. It was very frustrating because literally when you're a zombie, all the people just stand on the train and just shoot you. And you go flying hundreds of yards. And it's just, you can't, they got a lot of work to do on it. It's a cool concept, but it's nowhere near. I really near. want this for Switch. No, actually I don't because they don't have good online. <laughs> it's an alpha right now on PC. And it's the alpha you can just sign up for and play it. But they got a lot of work to do. It. The, My niece and nephew the, love this one. The core gameplay systems feel really weird. Uh, so time for some funny business. So after the disaster that was Fire Festival that you may have heard of, Ja Rule was hired to perform at a halftime show at a Milwaukee Bucks game. Yeah. Did you hear about oh, this? I, believe me, I saw it. <laughs> and it, it was Are like... Are we ready? The, the crowd was completely dead. Nobody... The first thing he did was insult them. Yes. He's because like, he's like, it's 90s night, but I'm, I'm a 2000 artist. But he's like, well... Well, my first album was released in 99. It's like, well, well then you're a 90s artist. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. he just, he just kind of, like, played him off. Like, yeah. you're stupid. I shouldn't even be here. Yeah. And then, like, his lyrics weren't syncing with the music. And, like, oh, I didn't see all of that. I oh, just yeah. saw I saw the start where he tries to, like, when, when where the he music, doesn't realize there's an issue or something. Yeah. Or maybe he did, and that was, like, his way of stalling. I don't know. It wasn't a very good idea either. Way. No. But, like, the music starts, and you got to watch the video, guys. Just... The music starts, he, he can't hear it, that's the problem. It's not coming in his earpiece. Oh. So he can tell it's going, because he can hear it, like, faintly. But, so he's rapping, like, he's totally off time, and okay. the crowd totally didn't care. One of the players from the Bucks came out and started shooting around, practicing, yeah, while the yeah. halftime show was still going, because it was so bad, he's just like, ah, yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. Ja Rule, man. What happened? He, he what happened? Like, he was terrible to begin yeah, with. Uh, well, I'll tell you something after the show. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions this week. Ellen Page pr- pronounces Mario Mario. Uh, she said uh, she plays Mario Kart. See, when I become dictator, that's going to be the first law I enact. Is you can't what, call it Mario. What about pineapple on pizza? Are you going to allow that? No. Outlawed. <laughs> Here's another one. Death penalty. Guillotine. There, there's a Peeps cereal on the way. So, 
Get your toothbrush ready. You know what I saw walking around uh, the People's Republic of Walmart? I saw (laughs) Sour Patch Kids. Oreos? No, Sour Patch Kids cereal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Sour Patch Kids cereal. I mean, uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. It sounds gross to me. God. These kids these days. I don't know. Oh, my God. Freaking millennials. Yeah. Uh, bleep our... that out because we'll lose half of our audience. Yeah, the word millennials. The kids today aren't. I know. <laughs> but they always blame the millennials. Everything, every product that dies, they're like, oh, the millennials killed it. You know, I, I was always like, ah, I don't think I'm a millennial because, like, I'm, too, you know, we're too old. I think they got that wrong, but then I, you know, I'd read up about like the the issues and stuff I, millennials do, and I was like, yeah, I guess we. Are I feel like we're, but there are kind of these weird like quasi generational. Yeah. Years. I feel like we're kind of in yeah. there. Like. Yeah, because like you know, I remember life before the internet. Yeah, yeah. Before cell phones. We have the. So advantage. That's why I was always like, well, I'm not a millennial. We have the advantage of using it, but we grew up without it. Yeah. So we know. I knew what life was like before. Yes. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like we're like the last. <laughs> we make it sound like it's like. We're the last. I of knew the what samurai. life was like before the apocalypse. We're the last of the samurai. Yes. So here's my story for this week. I've been playing a lot of Apex. I've been streaming Apex. I love it. And I'm on one of my. I don't know. I don't want to call him a sponsor, but it's Sliver.tv. And they held a tournament, Apex tournament this week for, for duos. So two people on a team. And uh, they only took 16 teams and they let me into it. And I got teamed up with another random streamer. His name is Joe Fashow. Shout out to him. So this was a tournament that to was Joe. being streamed. And so we we'd never played together before. So we were practicing for probably like two hours before the tournament. And we were doing pretty good. What character good. did you use? What legend? I used Bloodhound. Okay. Uh, he used, I think, Bangalore most of the time. Yeah. But, um, so we practiced for like two hours. And we were doing pretty good. We won like three games. We were like top three almost all of our games. And the, the winner of the tournament, to win, you basically got to get the most kills. You play two games per round. It's a bracket format. So you got to beat only got to beat one team in each round, just like you know the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So the time comes for our tournament games, right? So we've been playing good. We get we get we get into our first game, and we literally get killed in the middle of nowhere. We get zero kills. So we're like, all right, well that was a bad start, but let's just play our game. You know, let's get a good second game. Well, you know, I I really didn't expect to win by any means. Like, I I was just like, let's just have fun let's have a respectable showing so we go into our second game and we got we got totally botched drop and we got killed like almost instantly and got zero kills so this was being broadcast for everybody this is tournament all <laughs> was all over twitch all over sliver so this was the job rule of uh, yes we we posted zero tournaments. kills and we were eliminated in the first round but this, this did, you, did you have the save? Did you like? Were you able to save this stream? Or oh anything? yeah, I have it still. Like, you should do like a, a mashup with like the Ja Rule concert. <laughs> the, the, the this was the, the worst part. It got even worse because we were playing pretty good and we lost, so we're like pretty depressed, kind of embarrassed. You know, like this was our first tournament and it was terrible. You know, no. so we're like, well, let's let's play a couple more just to you know shake that off. And so, lo and behold, like. The very next game, we get a 15 kill victory, which would have would have advanced us to the second round all by itself. Yeah, and it was just like the most like 
ironic. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. It never but, fails. And it was so. You can de- never show it was anybody so depressing. anything. Like, like I feel like I've been putting all this time into this game. You know, I'm trying to work myself up to this point. I got there. You know, I'm like, all right, this could be the start of something big. And then. Yeah. The worst possible thing. Like, we couldn't have done worse. We yeah. could not have done worse. We had zero kills. That was... So. At least it wasn't at halftime at the well, Milwaukee Bucks game. And you know what I, I said? You know what? I was like, <laughs> most people are scared to even sign up for a tournament. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. Exactly. I mean, you got to you gotta take that lump. You got to take those early lumps. And, and we'll do it'll, better it, the You'll do better eventually. Yeah, yeah. So that's my story this week. You really do. You know what I mean? To all the kids listening, you have to take your lumps. No yeah. matter what you do, you're going to take lumps. You're going to fail. Yeah. And it's it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be sad. But you're going to fail a lot, actually. Yeah, it's going to happen. So uh, just, uh, you know, let it go. So there's only one nerd nerd topic this week, and it really comes as no surprise, as the precedent had been set. The Punisher and Jessica Jones have been canceled by Netflix. Yeah, good riddance. Don't you like The Punisher, though? Yeah, I did, actually. I mean, I was a little bit set. But, you know, after a while, it's just sort of like, oh, you know, The Punisher shoots up guys here. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm amazed that, like, The Punisher is allowed to be made from Disney. No yeah, less. I know. Especially in this current climate. Did you did you see that What's-His-Name stays in character when he plays The Punisher? No. Yes. Oh, God. He, he won't. He won't. He is, so he's the Jared Leto of the Marvel <laughs> Universe. But he did, he did preface it when he said it on a talk show. He's like, I know this is going to sound corny. It's going to sound like Hilly. And he, but he, he was right. He, 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 he said, like, in order to play this character, that's just, that's just what I feel like. He's like, I'm a family man. I don't act this way anywhere else. He's like, it's what I have to do. So at least he said it like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, he wasn't like, well, he wasn't pretentious. I thought it. the first episode of season two was really good. And then it, it sort of spiraled out of control from there. But, I mean... The first half of the first episode, terrible. Second half, really good. So here's the games coming out this week. Anno 1800, which I've heard about. I still don't know what it is, so. There, Anno? You yeah. don't know what Anno is? No. Anno is, a, Anno is the game that came closest to my dream game. I always, I always wanted a game DBC where, versus Capcom? No. no. But, yes, but no. Um, I always wanted a game that was like SimCity. But then you could use that city's resources to go to war with other people's cities. That's what a no pretty much is. Is that what Age of Empires is? No, not really. But it, I mean, it's a little more in depth than that because you got to do like research and you know, like it's sort of like Sim City, except you then turn around and use those resources to go fight other cities. It's a little more um, Sim City than like say. Civilization, because civilization's mm-hmm. sort of the same. Like you build a city and then, you know, you try to expand your empire. But this is a little more in depth, even than that, in the city building aspect. I love it. In fact, I'll probably get this one. I sunk eighty hours into wow. one of them. Yeah, like within the first week. Like and, and I could you, not and, stop playing. And it. you sunk two hours into Dragon Quest. That's right. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, but you know, the sad thing is, is. I'm already thinking, should I buy it on Switch? Oh, my God. (laughs) Dirt Rally 2.0, The Lego Movie 2, Stellaris Console Edition, and Deltarune comes out for Switch. So that's it for episode 32. There's a lot of crazy topics in there. We rushed through them all as fast as we could. Yeah, I'm amazed we got through this so quickly. I think we both have stuff to do. Yeah, that's true. Goblin Unlocked episode 32, out.